the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Oh, boy. Let's kick off another show. Happy May 8th. Years flying by, I know. NASDAQ up 17.8% year-to-date. The SP 500 up 8% year-to-date. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 1.6% year-to-date. Ten-year Treasury sits down 44. BIP sits at 3.44% as we start the day. Oil, really, really struggling. That's a story that you should pay attention to. In large part, oil does tell lies. So I'm not going to say it's it's automatic. It can be misleading. But when oil prices drop, it's thought that world economies are going to slow. It's all you need to know. You don't need to go much further. That's all you need to know. Now, again, oil is manipulated by OPEC, and they can decide how much they take out of the ground and not. Sometimes it's purely a fundamental move. Sometimes it's a little bit, let's control the supply. Eight people shot while shopping in Texas. On Saturday, a gunman fatally shot eight people, including children at an outlet mall in Dallas, uh, a suburb of Dallas. He was killed by a nearby police officer responding to an unrelated call. Authorities have identified the attacker as a 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia. It was an AR-15 style rifle. The only thing I can tell you, um, as a father, this one sucks again. It could be a school. It could be a church. It could be a shopping mall. All places my kids go to. I don't care if I die. I really don't. I'm one of those people. I've lived my life. I'm good. But when you see stories like that, it just crushes you and learned that the shooter had consumed and posted white supremacist and neo-Nazi content online. Um, I heard the Surgeon General of the United States something say something last week that I just think rings true. America has a loneliness problem. Um, and we feel isolated from each other. That's all I'm going to say. On with the show. If you watched King Charles III get coronated, what a silly, silly world we live in. Uh, watching him walk around with the crown and Priscilla walk around with the crown, it had to go through your thought head. That would have been nice to see Diana up there. Uh, but the candle in the wind. California reparations packages moves forward. A California panel approved a reparations package this weekend that could result in the state paying out more than $500 billion to black residents. California has been weighing how to make financial amends for the racist policies that have harmed its black residents, such as uh, redlining by banks that blocked them from getting a mortgage. This doesn't have to do with per every case slavery. Um, we do not treat our poor people in this country fairly, in my opinion. Um, I know it's a land of opportunity. I was lower middle class and I've risen to upper class. I know that. Um but I think we could all treat each other better. Mage won the Kentucky Derby, a 15 to one shot, bested the 18 horse field. A lot of controversy again and again and again with horse races, with how many horses died leading up to the big event. 
the world, the world according to Buffett. And that could be the novel that I want to write one day. I've written a novel, by the way, and it was published. Uh, it was actually a novella, but that's I'm sidetracking. Not worth reading. Probably can't even find it. Um, Buffett, I'll talk about him. He's 92 years old. He holds the annual annual Woodstock for capitalists um, in his hometown every year to discuss the company's performance. He and Charlie Munker steal the show. The two younger gentlemen sitting next to him, not young at all, are his protégés, and they're going to take over when he kicks the bucket. If we could freeze him when he dies, I would love that. I would I would come visit his uh, frozen statue. I don't know how creepy could I get here, but he's the man. He is the man on the regional banking crisis. Buffett bashed leaders at the banks that failed this spring. First Republic Silicon Valley Bank saying they should suffer and face punishment. He also blamed the totally crazy bank regulations that incentivize bad behavior, and very poor messaging around the debacle from politicians in the media. He thinks the government was right to intervene and to protect Silicon Valley bank depositors, claiming it would have been catastrophic otherwise. Man, when he talks, he's he, he's 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 full of, of a bucket of right. On the status of the dollar, he says the United States is a reserve currency. I see no option for any other currency to be the reserve currency. He called the nation uh, the notion of Bitcoin or other tokens dethroning the dollar as a joke. Now, you may not like him, but he is the LeBron. He is the Michael Jordan of money. The greatest of all time. You are witnessing history. On Apple, the value of Berkshire stake in Apple has ballooned to $151 billion, accounting to nearly half the value of his entire stock portfolio. He says it just happens to be a better business than any we own. I'm very proud that I own Apple, and I've owned it since the late 90s. Uh, mid to late, late 90s. Um, on living your best life, Warren Buffett said you should write your obituary and then try to figure out how to live up to it. It's not that complicated. This week, we get a big week for the economy. We get President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The congressional leaders are going to meet to discuss the raising of the debt ceiling with a default perilously near. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned yesterday of economic chaos if they don't figure something out. We pay our debts. If we don't, we pay more for our debts. And we're a nation of debtors on the government level and on the personal level. We pay our debts, otherwise you get bad credit. And you get bad credit, you pay more for your debts. You pay more for the pothole you're fixing. You pay more for the missile you're building. You pay more for the mission to the Mars. You pay more for the help for the poverty. We don't want that. Let's not even discuss if, if we want those programs in the first place, but how about paying more for those programs? The United States has ended COVID-19 public health emergency. The U.S. public health emergency for COVID-19 is going to end this Thursday. That may limit the testing for millions of Americans, but it won't affect the availability of treatments and vaccines. Let's move on to today in money. I love doing the show. I got recharged this weekend. I drink beer with a couple, uh, a few. A few is the right way of saying it. A few, which is three or five um, listeners. And I, I had just a good time. It was nice. And too many bros, too many bros. It would be nice to have a member of the opposite sex, but... A little mail time was good, too. A pleasing earning report from Apple translated into a 4.7% gain for the stock market's most heavily weighted stock on Friday. A needed rebound in regional banks helped an April employment report that's kept soft landing hopes alive. It was a good day on Friday. 
Today, we see PacWest Bancorp saying it's going to cut its quarterly dividend by uh, down to a penny from 25 cents. It's up 33%. I am not in the game of buying regional banks. I never have been. I don't see it as my my niche. Um, book value is not intrinsic. Book value is not my my shtick. Someone emailed me today and said I own shares of uh, what was it? Uh, now I'm dropping it. He was trying to figure out if he's going to be made whole. It wasn't Silicon Valley Bank. Um, it doesn't matter. He's it's gone. Is <laughs> what ultimately what it goes down to. I want to finish this segment if I can strong. Let's see if I can do it. Uh, the Spider Regional Banking ETF KRE is up 2.7% this morning. Hack West is rallying big time. The CPI data is going to drive expectations for the June FOMC meeting. That comes out later this week. You get Chicago Fed President Goolsby. He is a voter. He said late Friday that it's still way too premature to say the Fed will raise rates again in June. Treasury Secretary Yellen again over the weekend said it would be economic chaos if the debt ceiling was not raised. We got a lot going on this week. Uh, earnings are starting to abate, but there's still a little bit more left in earnings season. Then after that, we wait. Oh, those waits can be tough. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. So the email I was referring to, a man, Joseph, emailed me and asked, I own shares of First Republic. Will I get... Preferential shares of J.P. Morgan. The answer is no. You you are worth nothing. Your shares have been wiped out. It's unfortunate, but that's the risk of owning common stock. Uh, Bondholders have more rights than you do. But you have more rights to profits than bondholders. And rarely do I have to ever say that statement. It stinks to say it out loud. PSA for all men. All men pay attention. Mother's Day is this Sunday, but mothers still face a motherhood penalty after millions of women left jobs during the pandemic to shoulder child care duties. One million mothers have reentered the workforce since the end of 2021 and last year's labor force participant rate for mothers surpassed the pre-pandemic rate. But biases around job productivity and commitment contribute to an $18,000 a year pay gap between U.S. mothers and fathers. Studies say lifetime earnings loss that moms experience is the most significant factor driving for gender pay gap problems. Airlines make $7 billion a year for checked bags. Ain't that something? Go write down the number $7 billion and you'll go, ooh. Um, check bag fees alone collect $1.4 billion. That's something. Um, the Biden administration is talking about putting a 30% tax on Bitcoin mining for using too much energy. Interesting, right? You know what that'll do? It'll send Bitcoin miners overseas. It's been a tough year for Bitcoin. Seeing the value drop and energy prices spike. That is not a good combination. Let's move forward, shall we? Here's a weird thought on the value of your home. What what trendy upgrade that happened during the pandemic is turning out to be worth the investment in your home? It's going to surprise you. 
It's the bespoke pizza oven. When the pandemic brought socializing outdoors, homes with pizza ovens um, spiked. And a pizza oven can cost you $11,000 on the pricier side, but it adds almost $12,367 of value to the average home. I would not have predicted that. I've pooped on a gold toilet and they really are special, but holy mackerel, pizza ovens? I did not know. I did not know. Um, let's hit some other stories, if I shall, if I may. Continued rebound in Rachel Banks Day is a positive. Some hesitation in front of senior loan officer opinion survey. They are now digging deep, deep into the economic data. I think it was Thursday or Friday we saw the number of deposits in, in the United States banks. And we're trying to see are depositors going up or are they, are they pulling money out? I don't think I've ever seen that statistic before. Even during the last banking crisis, I don't think I remember seeing it. This one, I don't think I remember seeing. And I've seen a lot, which was a funny comment coming from uh, one of the men at the event yesterday, the Pines and Portfolios. Uh, again, Pond Farm Brewing, that was a lot of fun. Thanks. I got a day out in basically the sunshine, although I sit inside because me no like skin cancer. Um, there's some hesitation in front of the senior loan officer opinion survey. Again, not something I've ever seen before or noticed before. Eh, I probably have seen it, but I haven't noticed it. I bring that up in large part because we're really concerned about a recession coming in the fall. And with what's happening with regional banks, uh, this is how I, this is how the conversation goes at regional banks with the the head uh, of loans. Uh, hey, Jimmy, uh, can you tell the other tellers out there not to push loans right now? Because uh, uh, deposits aren't, aren't doing, they're not thriving right now. And uh, uh, if people start pulling their money out of the bank, we could all lose our jobs. That's the thought. That there's a little bit of fear of lending. Thus, a tightening of lending. Robinhood's cash account now pays 4.65%. That ain't bad. I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, it makes more sense to be a saver only because of the breadth of the market is not wide. You're probably not having a great year unless you own Microsoft, NVIDIA. Um, Google and Amazon have a decent years, but you don't notice them because they haven't had great years like Apple, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. And then you get to the other 497 stocks of the S&P 500. And you don't see that those kind of gains. I'm very, very fortunate to say I own Microsoft, NVIDIA, um, Google. I bought some Google last year. Um, and I bought some Google years before that. So I feel good. But I know that I'm overweight in growth. And I know that I want the breadth of the market to go higher and not just my my concentration. It would be better for me in the long run to see the breadth widen. All stocks go higher. But again, I still don't think we're there. We have to deal with the Fed pausing. Then we're going to deal with the Fed lowering interest rates. Then we're going to deal with inflation coming down. We still have we still have things, milestones we need to achieve. 
and then we'll get the all clear for the next bull market. But right now, the breadth of the market is telling us we're not there yet. Okay, back to Robin Hood. Um, they've raised their interest rate on cash balances to 4.65%. Um, I use Flourish. I think we're at about 4.3%. I would consider opening an account at Robinhood if I wanted my cash to get 4.65. Now, again, when interest rates go lower, you're going to see that rate go lower. So this may be a year. It, but again, I'd, I right now, that's not a bad thought. If you haven't moved into cash, if you have cash at a bank that's sitting there getting 0% or 0.1%, I, I would consider. What else? Oh, and for the record, that goes for their gold accounts and their gold customers at Robinhood pay $5 a month for the right to call themselves gold. That has to be one of the cheaper ones out there. Here's some high yield saving account rates today. I don't look for the highest one. I look for the one that is most convenient and high. Um, but the two highest, uh, three highest, ViOBank, V-I-O Bank, 4.8%. New Tech Bank, spelled N-E-W-T-E-K. I don't like companies that do cute spellings. They're yielding 5%. And CFG Bank, 5.02%. You can go to bankrate.com, bankrate.com, or Investopedia and look for what rates are being paid on cash if that interests you. You can also use your Apple iPhone and get 4.2. That's not bad. And that's a rough number. It changes, just so you know. You can find me online, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review, contact me, Rob at robblackshow.com. It's Rob at robblackshow.com. This is for people with $500,000 or more because that's what you need to be diversified. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm going to tell you a secret. I don't like superhero movies. I only go because my kids like them. One more secret. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. So does a lot of people. Is that grammar? Correct or bad? So does a lot of people. That feels bad. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dethroned Super Mario Brothers to win the game over. I don't know. I can't go there, right? Um... The third movie, the final movie of this core of actors. Um, tied towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who I didn't really grow up reading comics. I have one of the original Superman because I saw it and I was like, that could be worth something. But I, I've never read it. I'm not a super comic book kind of guy. But Guardians of the Galaxy saying goodbye to the misfits that has a tree that just says, I am Groot. Uh, had an emotional farewell. I still haven't seen it. I'm going to see it. No spoilers. But people want to see a trilogy end. They kind of like that resolution. Internationally, the film pulled in $168 million. Overall, it pulled in $282 million. 114 million in ticket sales from North America. Last year on the same weekend, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness 
pulled in 187 million in North America. In November, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, opened with 181 million. So it's not the biggest opening since the pandemic, but it felt nice to see. Especially when the government said that we're going to end the pandemic issues, warnings, alert on Thursday of this week. There still will be access to shots and vaccines. But the widespread testing is going to start to slide. One of the big stories I have to hit, um, the Pulitzer Prize Awards will be handed out today. That's a list I always read over. And if there's something worth reading, I read it. One of the things that I do is when I'm not working, um, I read a lot, a lot. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be released for the Nintendo Switch on Friday. Can't really make much more of a story of that, can I? Um, but video games are big business. What else do we have to hit on today? Let's see. I'm going to go through some of the economic data on the fly. Yes, my flourish new rate on cash, 4.55%. I told you earlier it was 4.3. It's moved up. Monster Beverage Target was raised to $55 at Roth. Roth MKM raised their target to $55. They said the first quarter showed sales and pre-tax income that were in line with expectations with gross margins coming in below. But an unusually low tax rate drove a positive net income and earnings per share surprise. I'm, I own no shares of Monster. If I own a beverage company, I look at Warren Buffett. He says Coca-Cola is good enough for him. It's good enough for me. If I want to be anti-Buffett, I'd say Pepsi. Now, I understand kids under 25 want the Monster drinks. And they'll throw a little splash of vodka or you know, they'll put a glass of vodka with a splash of energy drink on top and call it a night. Um, I don't need that kind of sex appeal in my investments. Because I worry about the next one coming. And it may be called like um, radioactive, much, much more deadly for your body than monster. And I'm just, eh. but you know what? It was interesting about that, that analyst um, upgrade of their price target today. They talked about gross margins. They talked about lower than expected operating expenses, an unusually low tax rate, a positive net income. They also talked about innovation. The innovation side, I understand you understand. But I'm 99% sure people listening to the show right now have no clue what the margins are in soda and what's considered good and what's considered bad. And that's what I do. I do spreadsheets. I saw one of the world's greatest investment spreadsheets this weekend at my Pints and Portfolio, portfolio event. Um, and I was feeling a little, little loopy. I uh, didn't drink that much, but holy mackerel. Um, I think it was just good to be out in the sun. It was good to be out with uh, people talking money. So uh, the whole monster upgrade I want to bring up because there's little teeny tiny things like an unusually low tax rate, um, operating expenses, margin below expectations that most of the listening audience will never factor into their decisions to own a stock. And I find that most people are making a pretty big mistake. Six flags. They did something that wall street loves. 
Uh, you know Six Flags, right? Think of that commercial where the old guy, old creepy guy is dancing. Okay, you got it, right? And a creepy guy with a cane and big glasses, and he looks a little too skinny, oversized head. You go to Six Flags for what? Thrills, right? Today, it's not the people going to the parks. It's the investors. It's up bigly. They delivered an upside quarterly earnings result. They had their second highest adjusted EBITDA for first quarter. Now, I'm not a big fan of EBITDA. Earnings before interest tax, depreciation, amortization. That would be like me telling my wife, I would be just like uh, Brad Pitt if, you know, I wasn't chunky, if my hair was fuller. You know, like it, it's kind of like fantasy. Close your eyes and put a full head of hair on me and slim me down by 15 pounds and throw some extra muscle on my neck. And whatever makes Brad Pitt look good. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much, but... EBITDA is earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization. So it's fake earnings. It's what we would do if we didn't have to pay taxes. Account for depreciation. I don't like that. If we, if we have a billion dollars in debt and the interest on that's 100000 if we didn't have to pay that interest. But what happened is CEO came in, a new one in November 2021. He inherited a company that was struggling to generally to generally generate consistent financial results, oftentimes disappointing investors and analysts. The pandemic impacted periods of 2020 and the first half of 2021. Uh, You saw revenue plummet. Rather than trying to set more attendance records, the CEO took a different approach. He focused on new attractions and its ability to charge higher prices as the guest experience is elevated. He raised prices and he raised quality. And here's the problem that I have with Six Flags. And this is going to make me sound like an old man. There's too many kids there. I would go on all the roller coasters, but people are going to be like, hey, old man, why you get on a roller coaster? You might die. And they're usually throwing it in there with some color language that is not appropriate for the radio. But the CEO raised prices. He didn't look for slashing prices. You know, Bed Bath & Beyond, 20% coupon, 20% coupon, 20% coupon. If you ever paid full price at Bed Bath & Beyond, you're the only person in the world. So discounting is a killer in investing when you talk about retail. When you hear, and then Lordy Lord knows that retailers in America made a, a, a big bet wrong. When the pandemic uh, affected shipping and it slowed things down, apparel retailers found themselves with shorts to sell during winter. So they had to slash prices or maybe shorts in fall and sweaters at the end of winter is the right way of saying it. Fashion moves fast. You've heard that, right? And if you don't have the right product before the right time, you see big markdowns. So the most telling data point for total guest spending per capita increased by 7% to $80.88 for the right to go to the park, Six Flags. I'm not a great Six Flags investor. Um, I've, I've looked at it for income in the past. I never have owned it. The lesson I want to tell you here is they raised prices in Wall Street. Loved it. Wall Street doesn't like discounts to move product. Wall Street likes raising prices. 
And isn't it kind of a coincidence that every iPhone seems to cost a little bit more? We're going to get the Apple World Web Developers Worldwide Developers Conference coming up in June, about a month from now. And that's where we're expected to see a headset. Now, I don't think the headset's going to be a big product for you and me. I think it's going to be a big product for universities and high schools, technical high schools, STEM high schools. Um, and I think that seeds the, the, the product for a long time. But I think it's going to be a disappointment to the public. But I think it's going to be a big win over time. Apple does something better than everyone else. One. They don't do the foldable phone until after Samsung and Google have done the foldable phone. They'll do one. But they're going to see what they did wrong. Same thing with virtual reality. Mark Zuckerberg, which some people hate Mark Zuckerberg. And I had a conversation about that this weekend over beers with listeners. I love Mark Zuckerberg. I hate his metaverse. Okay, I don't love Mark Zuckerberg. I think he's a weirdo. I think his company has a total addressable market greater than a billion. I could probably count on a 12-fingered hand how many total addressable markets are over a billion. He has five Super Bowls a day, 10 Super Bowls a day in North America. Like, it's stunning how many eyeballs come to his businesses. So you, you, you can hate the player, but you got to love the game he plays. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. So I have not done this yet, but I could, I'll probably do it later today or tomorrow. I'll get to it. I'll jump on ChatGPT and type in some parameters that I like for stocks. I, I do a show that wants you to accumulate wealth. I want you to do it mostly with index funds, sometimes managed ETFs. That's fine. I'm not against it. I want you to get to at least one to four million before you retire. I want you to slowly draw it down. I want you to work as long as you can. I want you to take Social Security at 70. Unless you have more than four million dollars. And then you can start saying, "Okay, I'm going to do it this way and this way. And you can start tinkering with it. But I think there's a formula to retirement. That makes a lot of sense to me. But one of my formulas on growth stocks, I'm going to punch into GPT and see what it says. First and foremost, I like highly dislocated, high quality dislocated stocks. And what does that mean? Netflix was a company that was a high quality dislocated stock when it fell apart. And it went down 60% from its all-time highs. That is very attractive to me. It has quality. It's got a total addressable market of over 100 million, a TAM of over 100 million. It has the ability to raise prices because what you get for $7 to $15 at Netflix is amazing. The value that Netflix provides, the thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of television. Now, it may not be the highest rated like HBO. HBO is a, a fluky, miraculous, crazy company. The amount of quality they get for the money that they put into it. But HBO is not as big as Netflix in the library. So, and HBO is doing the dumbest thing in the world, changing their name 
from HBO to Max. I just think that's so bad. Because when I say HBO, you think of something, right? What's the first thing that comes to your head? Is it The Sopranos? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is, it? is it Sex and the City? Is it um, the new one coming out with Johnny Depp's daughter? Is it Succession? Like it, something comes to your head. Is it the mayor, the mayor of East Town? You murdered my daughter. Um, that was a stunning little miniseries. I like that one a lot. Uh, just getting the Pennsylvania accents close to right was hilarious. So I'm going to punch into Jet GPT. I want a total addressable market of over 100 million. High quality. I want to punch in dislocated price. To me, dislocated price means somewhere between 20 and 60% off. You typically don't get 60% off. Um, I'm going to see if like AMD qualifies. I'm going to see if Facebook still qualifies. I'm going to see it like I will run the numbers because I want the high quality, heavy usage by individuals or corporations investments. If Coca-Cola were to ever fall 60%, it, that would fall into my category of it's a buy. So anywhere 20 to 60% off on high quality companies where they're dislocated, I find it much more attractive. Now, Warren Buffett said one of the funniest things this weekend, and I'm going to miss him. Not so much Charlie Munger. Charlie Munger just seems crotchety. Like if you were to look up the definition of crotchety in an encyclopedia, you would see Charlie Munger. And I know you're saying, what's an encyclopedia? It's books that they used to come door to door in the 1960s and 70s and sell to people. It was the Internet in your home. Before there was an Internet. Can you imagine buying a, a set of encyclopedias now? Probably not. Um, I, would, I wonder if they're even made. So anyway, Warren Buffett was asked a question about the rise of disruptive technologies, such as AI. Buffett replied, what gives you opportunities is other people doing dumb things. During the 58 years we've been running Berkshire, I would say there's been a great increase in the number of people doing dumb things. And they do big, dumb things. And the reason they do it to some extent is because they get money from other people so much easier than we when we started. So he's basically saying there's too much money being given out in the world and too many people chasing too few problems and they create dumb things. His quote further went on, investing has disappeared so much from this huge capitalistic market that anybody can play in, put the big money in, selling their dreams and ideas to others. They're not trying to outsmart each other in arenas that you don't have to play. The world is overwhelmingly short-term focused. I mean, that is a world made to order for anybody that's trying to think about what you do that should work over the next 5, 10, 20 years. I would love to be born today. Go out with not too much money and hopefully turn it into a lot of money. Charlie Munger, 99 years old. He looks and sounds like a vulture. He doesn't look good. He said value investors are going to have a harder time now that there's so many of them competing for a diminished bunch of opportunities. My advice to value investors is get used to making less. Whoa! Two of the wisest men on Wall Street have a different approach right now. Buffett says, I've got a different opinion than Charlie. He likes telling me how gloomy the world is. I like to tell him how we'll find something. And so far, we've been kind of right. We've both been kind of right. 
But Buffett said, as technology advances, there'll be plenty of opportunities because once again, other people doing dumb things creates great opportunities. I like opportunistic investments. I like high quality companies that dislocate from price action. I'm good with this. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a look at the markets for the first time today. Sorry, I didn't get to it earlier. Um, the markets opened in the red. The S&P 500 is down just a little bit, just a skosh, just a teeny tiny little nibble. It's like opening a can of pretzels and eating just a piece of one, just a piece and putting it back in. I'm going to save that for later. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 62 points. That's one-fifth of 1%. The NASDAQ down one-fifth of 1%. The Russell 2000 down one-third of 1%. If I were to ask the, the I don't know, the Saint of May, hey, Saint, can I get some widespread action? Can I get some breath, positive breath into the market? Okay. That's what I'm wanting. But I'm happy where we are. I'm happy where we are. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.